what's up, what's up? It's me, VOZ, Vols back again. Damn, it's been a fucking long-ass time. Literally a long-ass time. I've procrastinated. I've been a little bitch. Um, I've let things distract me. Fucking life is taking over. I've literally felt the wrath of life settling in. And, I, like, it just, it just, there's a lot of things lately that have just distracted me that just keep me from doing what I want to do, man. And I feel so fucking, I feel like wrong. But this morning I woke up and I just felt something click, literally click. And I realized that before, before, man, I had all this fucking shit that people call successful, these material items that people see as you being successful, before I had any of that, I created this shit. Me, myself, and I created this shit. And I was talking to a friend yesterday. You know, someone who I've known as an acquaintance, but now I consider a friend because slowly but surely we've gotten connected. We're helping each other out. I'm doing some favors for him. And in return, well, technically, I get to be a part of the growth. And it's crazy because I was telling him, you know, like, We're the brains behind the madness. We're the ones who created this. We're the ones who who built where we're at today. And the, the more you grow, the more you realize that you need a support system. You know, these companies, these major fucking artists or companies or products, you name it. You can put it in any aspect of life. Everything was in a support system. There was a group of people who were involved that allowed this to happen. And we all failed to realize that we need that support system. But in the beginning, it's a lot of just bloodshed and tears, what they say. And it is. Because back when I started music, man, back when I started with the fucking... $30 mic that I fucking jacked from Walmart. Fucking when it was $30, but I have no fucking money. I didn't, I didn't have nothing to fucking show for. I was still living with my parents, man. I was still, I was giving my whole fucking check to my parents. People can call that slavery. People can call that enslaved to your parents, but I call it indebted to my parents. I call it being fucking mindful and, 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 uh, yeah, being mindful of the fact that our parents put us on, man. They gave us that little boost. And when we come from nothing, we come from zero. Like, my family literally comes from zero. When we come from there, you have to be grateful for what your parents have done. If you're in a better place today, if you're in a nice home, 
if you get to travel in a nice, decent car, if you have food on the table every single day, if you happen to have fucking Captain Crunch cereal today, when back in the day, all you ate was that Wick Kick cereal. If you don't know about those times, man, then you never struggled. If you don't know about that fucking Wick cheese, that mozzarella Wick cheese, if you don't know about those those Kellogg's with no fucking sugar on it, then you never struggled, bro. If you don't know about eating beans and fucking huevos every day, you never struggled. If you don't know about weenies and eating them cold because we don't got hot dog buns, you never struggled. And I just realized, like, putting things in perspective... You know, I built this shit for myself. My parents built this shit for themselves. And I'm trying today, because I'm older now, because I realize how these major companies work, I'm trying to be fancy. I'm thinking like, hey, it's time for people to fucking help me out. It's time for a motherfucker to do this part of my aspect of the business and do this part, uh, you know, this part of the business or do this part. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm still in the building stage. I've managed to get this far, but I'm still in the building stage. And I've just been fucking sitting on that and sitting and sitting and sitting. Obviously, sitting doesn't get you anywhere, man. Sitting does not. I've been sitting for the last two years. I literally put out a track, pay up with the video. Shout out to my primo Jorge. Rodriguez, shout out to my brother, Samuel Rodriguez, Sam I am, they helped me put that together, obviously, you know, I came up with the concept uh, through some conversations that I was having with friends, and usually that's where everything stems from, it stems from a conversation, and then boom, it becomes this, or it becomes that, it becomes a product, it becomes whatever, you name it. It becomes something. It becomes a relationship. And I've just realized that I'm like I'm waiting on people. Like I've been talking about my studio being done like a year ago. I think I've had my studio now for a year. I bought that bitch like a year ago. You know, it took probably a month or so for my brother to come through and help me out and put up the sheetrock. I ran all the electrical cabling. I bought the fucking outlets. I, I bought lights. I bought all this stuff. And technically, I'm at the stage where I need to put in the power box and plug it into my to my existing um, breaker panel. And as I was talking to someone that I know at work, he was he offered he offered to help me out. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Right. Hey, yeah, bro. Whenever you got time, man, let's do this. And then let's do this. And whenever you got time turned into three months, four months, shit. I really don't know how long it's been because it's been quite some time. But I didn't do this for free. I did this in exchange for a favor. He asked me to do something for him. And in exchange, he would do this for me. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I went to go help him out with something. You know, I helped him a few times. Try to, you know, I'm no expert. But I put in my two cents, and my two cents got him closer to his resolution. So I did my part. 
and I continue to offer my services when needed. But come on, man, how many times are you gonna tell me that that your aunt died, or your grandma died, or your fucking so and so was sick, or this and this, or your dog died? Like, how many times are you gonna tell me that? Just tell me you don't want to do the work. Just tell me that you don't want to do it no more. And 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 when I realized that feeling. I was like, hey, bro, well, you know, just tell me how much you'll charge me so, you know, you can get it done. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously I'm on your time, but I kind of really need this right now. And so I've been sitting on this studio for fucking a year now, probably over a year now. And I haven't done shit. The last few songs that I've recorded, I've literally recorded them at my day job. You know, after hours on my day job, after I'm done doing my shit at work, I then go into my little office, set up my mobile shop, my mobile studio, and get to work. And I invested a lot of money on that mobile studio, man. Like that, those that type of equipment is not, it's not cheap. And at one point in time, when I didn't have that ability, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I really need to do this. Fuck, man. See, that's why I can't do music right now, because I don't have this, because I, I don't have a studio. Because I don't... And I'm like, man, fuck that, man. I recorded in the worst fucking, you know, acoustic conditions or sound conditions, untreated rooms, a fucking uh, a stupid ass uh, uh, media. <laughs> I don't even know what you call those in fucking in English. One of those little cover things that girls use, you know, to put on their legs and shit. You know what I mean? When they wear dress and when they wear skirts and shit. I don't know what the fucking called. Socks. A type of socks. Some fucking shit. I call it a media because that's what I know. I'm a fucking Mexicano. I'm a beaner. I don't fucking know that shit. You know, I know good English. I can speak that motherfucker. But there's still fucking words I don't know in English, man. Like... I could tell you tools in Spanish, but fucking ask me how they, they're called in English. I don't fucking know a damn motherfucking name of a tool in English. I mean, I do, but but I don't. And anyways, I've gone fancy. My head's gotten bigger. I've thought, oh, yeah, well, I'm at this level, so I, now I need this system. Now I need the system. Now fuck that. I built this system for myself. That's me, myself, and I. And obviously, I can't take it to great lengths, but I've managed to get it here. I've managed to get here. I've managed to make what I got now. And it's not a lot to a lot of people, but it's a lot to a lot of people. I got fancy. The one thing that I told myself that I would never do, and I did, and it's true. It's true what they say. Shit does change you. Even if you say that you're never going to change, shit does change you. You change because of a relationship. You change because of your career. You change because of your circumstances. You change because something has influenced you to tweak that mentality. And sometimes it's for the good. Sometimes it's for worse. 
And that's the shitty part. That's the part that you don't know. That's the part that we'll never know. That's the part that we can't gauge, that we can't understand. And I've gotten lazy, man. I've always been the world's greatest procrastinator. Because I always said, my brother used to always tell me, man, you fucking procrastinate for blah, 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 blah. And I was like, man, my response was always, well, for being the fucking world's best procrastinator, I've definitely gotten a lot of shit done in my lifetime. So my work has gone hand in hand. I've gotten results. But, you know, as I told someone yesterday, I operate best under pressure. I need that push of pressure in order to drive out the results. Because when I know I got time, then I know I can do everything else in between. And I'm the type of person that puts everything on their plate. And maybe someone you can relate. I put everything on my plate, man. I'm, my plate, my plate is a fucking Chinese buffet plate. That motherfucker got some fucking wontons, some fucking chicken on a stick, some fucking, you know, general sow, some jalapeno chicken, some lo mein noodles, some fucking uh, 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 tater tots if they got any, uh, a fucking, a bowl of fucking um, seafood salad, uh, eggnog soup or egg soup or whatever the fuck they call that shit, miso soup on the side, some fucking sweet and sour chicken with the sweet and sour sauce. I mean, I'm talking about that shit is packed. Some fucking broccoli, some oyster sauce, uh, 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 mushrooms, just some fucking, you name it, bro. I'm fucking packing that motherfucking plate. And all these things that I've packed my plate with have an importance. You know, you can't eat no Chinese without some general sal. I don't know what the fuck you're I don't know what the fuck type of life you're living if you don't like General Sal with your low mane. And if you're eating some wonton, even though we all know it's just fucking cream cheese and a fried fucking tortilla, but that shit tastes amazing, bro. And that has a vital part in this fucking plate. And that's how I think about everything that I do. You know, my girl tells me, ah, you just always do too much. You're always doing too much, man. You're always doing shit for everybody. And you do... You know, you forget to do shit for yourself, blah, 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 na, 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 na. You know, the other day she told me, um, you know, you, uh, um, you know, it's hard for me to believe that you're so productive at work or that you can actually, that you provide results at work because at home you fail to do that. I kind of got offended. I didn't really say anything. I didn't like, normally I would be like, nah, you know. Hey, blah, 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 you know, trying to defend my case. But in this situation, I was like, all right, yeah, she's she's kind of right. Because I always say, for not getting a lot of things done, I get a lot of things done. I still, I still have results. And that's what people don't realize. It may have taken some time, but I'm still showing the, you the results. The plaques are still on the right behind me. They're still hanging in my room. You know? But then again, I don't need a fucking... I don't need a people's uh, uh, approval. I never needed it. 
people's approval of my accomplishments. But I demand them. You know, just recently, um, we went through, you know, this audit. There was a very thorough audit consisted of, you know, checking our policies and procedures, making sure that we're abiding by the global, you know, rules of, of compliance and security and so on and so forth. And I got thrown into this last minute because the person that was responsible, that motherfucker took off. And for some odd reason, his vacation got approved during this very important time. But you know what? God does things in mysterious ways. God does things at the right time. Doesn't mean that it wasn't supposed to happen. You know, everybody always thinks as a missed opportunity is because it wasn't supposed to happen. No, 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 that's not true. It's just that God's figuring out the proper schedule. God is figuring out the proper schedule. It's going to happen. But he's figuring out the proper schedule. He's making sure that things are in line with the way that it was designed to be. If you believe in destiny, then you believe that things have already a schedule in place. But it doesn't mean that it can't be moved around like anything else in life. It's going to be moved around. It just makes sense. You know, I just spoke to someone yesterday saying, oh, it's just because it was never supposed to happen. No, it was. It is supposed to happen. But it's just not the right time. It's never the right time to say goodbye. Shout out to Chris Brown. It just wasn't supposed to happen yet. It's not the right schedule. It didn't fit in the schedule. So it's it's... It got rescheduled, it got postponed, it got moved to a later time. And so I got put in this situation last minute and, you know, I was kind of worried. I never show my worries, but I was kind of worried. I was like, fuck, man, what is this going to consist of? Am I prepared for something like this? Did I get myself into something, you know, that I can't handle? And, you know, I'll remind you, I operate best under pressure, but I was like, you know, this is... This is one of those life or death situations where if you fuck up, you fuck up big time and it affects everybody. You know, I mean, I could have essentially, you know, lost the company millions of dollars of revenue. So this is a lot of pressure. And I was like, nah, fuck that, man. Like, ain't shit I can't handle, you know? You know, I got created by an individual, you know, uh, who... When asked, do you know how to do this? Of course I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah, I know how to do that. And then the first day on the job, he's trying to figure out how to do that. (laughs) Under pressure. He's working under pressure. He's realizing that, of course, he's not going to limit himself to only knowing how to do one thing. You're not going to just tell someone you don't know how to do something um, when you're looking for opportunity, when your family got to eat. You're going to say what you need to say in order to get into the door. And then once you're in the door, well, you fucking better believe that motherfucker is going to work his ass off and, 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 and get to study, get to the educational part of this fucking job to make sure that he ensures his position. He solidifies himself that he knows what he's doing and he proves that to the people who are depending that you know how to do it. And that's who I am. That's who I've become. And so I'll have you know that I knocked this shit out the motherfucking park. Home run five motherfucking times. 
times 10. And I literally saved us from losing millions of dollars in revenue, potentially losing employees, potentially losing amount of uh, a, a portion of our business that could have a ripple effect, cascading effect, not just for us, but for other you know, organizations that belong to our, our whole entity. And of course I walked out of that fucking room feeling like a boss. And, one, and like I said, I demanded my respect. I demanded my a fucking appreciation and my thank yous. And yeah, you're welcome. I know I'm a fucking badass. You don't got to tell me that. I already know that for myself, but I'm going to make sure that you know that I'm a badass. I'm going to make sure of that. You know why? Because I need to ensure that you know that I know that I'm good enough. You can't take me away from that position. You can't degrade me to, to say I'm not good enough or I don't know. When I don't know, I don't know, but I still will tell you I'll figure it out. I'm still going to be like, hey, I don't know that, but let me figure it out. And, you know, you know, at one point in time we were discussing at work, someone's like, ah, you don't know how to do that fucking type of math. You don't know how to do no fucking trigonometry or calculus, blah, 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 nah, nah, nah. You know, but I was like, fuck yeah, I know how to do that. What kind of problem do you need to solve? I've never, but granted, I've never done trigonometry. I've done some problems back in school, but I actually didn't take trigonometry. You know what I mean? I took fucking, you know, advanced algebra, algebra one, algebra two, um, you know, obviously pre-algebra. I took um, geometry, geometry one, geometry two, advanced geometry. And then I fucking, you know, took um, a form of trigonometry and calculus, but it wasn't in like official class. We just touched on it because we were already at the advanced level of these other, you know, curriculums or subjects. And um, so we touched on them, but I didn't fucking know how to do it. I didn't take that shit in college. It wasn't required in college. And my ass was not going to take no fucking extra courses because I wasn't worried about that shit. I was not going to become a math teacher, but I needed to understand these concepts. But anyways, going back to the situation at hand, someone's like, ah, you don't know how to fucking do that. You're fucking stupid. You don't know how to do that. I'm like, I bet your fucking ass I do. And so they put out a problem. And like I said, I operate best under pressure. And so I went and I looked up an example of, of what I was about to work on. I looked up some examples, I did the math, I understand the concept, and then boom, I was like, all right, give me the problem, boom. Got the problem, done. And it was correct. What else do you need to know? What else do you need to know? What else do you want me to prove? That I can't learn? I can learn. That's the, that's the best thing I know how to do. I'm 29 going on 30. And best believe your fucking ass that my my hair definitely describes my age. But my but my uh myself, I think my 
physical self doesn't describe my age. I mean, I definitely feel it. People don't lie when they say, hey, you're going to start to feel that shit. Your knees are going to start to fucking blah. Your back's in and now. Nah, nah, nah. I feel it. I'm, I feel the age coming on. But I don't. I don't. My mind is not there. My mind has just aged like fine wine. It has fermented like some good fucking avanero sauce. It has, it has prepared itself for this point in time. I saw a meme on Instagram the other day from this guy that I follow. He's a real estate entrepreneur, you know, self-made millionaire. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he put out a meme that said, you know, would you rather or which one would you choose? Keep the knowledge that you have right now and go back to being, you know, keep everything that you have right now, everything that you know right now currently in your life and go back to being 10 years old or fast forward to 50 years old with $50 million in liquid cash. What would you rather do? Let me know. Let me know. Chime in. Chime in. Send me, send me a, a, a voice message chime in and I'm going to include this on the next episode. But what would you rather have? Would you rather have all the knowledge that you have right now currently? You learn no more. Currently have the knowledge and go back to being 10 years old or fast forward to 50 and have $10 million in your bank account. Liquid cash accessible to you. You don't owe nobody. You don't nada. Zero debt. You got $10 million. And let me remind you that 50 years old is not old. I've, I, I've seen a lot of 50-year-olds, and these motherfuckers look young as fuck, man. They look they looking like 20, bro. They act like they're 20. I spoke to someone um, a while back ago, someone I worked hand-in-hand with on a project. And he was 67 years old, I believe he said. No, 62 years old. Yeah, 62 years old. And over the phone, he didn't sound no 62. He didn't seem like no 62, right? I mean, we can all argue what it sounds to be 60 or 80 or 20. We can all argue that. You know, that's subjective. But I spoke to this individual and... You know, I was like, man, you know, out of just out of context, out of what we were doing, uh, I said, like, do you feel old? Do you feel like you're old? And he's like, he's like, you know, I've never been asked that, at least not from someone that I only met over the phone. And I'm just that type of individual, man. Like, I, I do things and I ask questions. I just want to know. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of getting fired over bullshit like this. I'm not scared. Because I can always defend myself and I can always say, like, look, man, like, you're wrong. You, you, you're, you're approaching this the wrong way. You took this the wrong way. So I'm never scared of defending myself. That's why I'm never scared to ask questions or challenge. I'm always up to challenge my authorities um, or someone who's above me 
and my peers, I'm always, I'm always willing to challenge them. And it's never personal. It's always just business. When it's business, right? And um, he was 62 years old and he said, you know, I definitely feel it physically that I'm 62 years old. I definitely feel that. He said, but I don't feel like in my mind that I'm 62 years old. He said, you know what I feel like? I feel like I got stuck at 25. Mentally, uh, at that age, he said, I feel like I got stuck at 25. He said, because I'm still, I still have generally the same interest. I still, you know, uh, feel... Uh, you know, I still associate myself with the same general interest that I had when I was 25. I haven't changed that aspect of, of myself besides the fact that I'm physically 62 years old. And he said, mentally, I feel like I'm 25. And I feel like that's where I stop. He said, I've obviously grown in knowledge. I've obviously learned more. He said, but I just mentally feel 25. And he said, and I feel like that's probably everybody. He said, I was talking to my dad, he said, um, and my dad is 80, what did he say, 87. That's that's where the seven came from. His dad was 87 years old, and he said that his dad was, you know, pretty old. And he said, but when I spoke to my dad, he said that even his dad felt like he was stuck at a certain time of his life, mentally. Physically, obviously, he aged. And it's just crazy, right? And let me, let me circle back. Let me circle back to this morning where I just felt like something clicked. I literally felt like something clicked. I woke up at 5.30 in the morning. I made my son a bottle, my one-year-old son. Happy birthday, son. I love you. Um, His birthday passed, but still got to give him a nice little happy birthday. And I made my son a bottle at 5.30 in the morning. I'm I'm very considerate of of what my girl does um, for our family and the time and effort that she puts into our family uh, for the well-being of all of us. And I know that she's tired, you know, she works. um, And, uh, you know, she has her own career and um, as I have mine, you know, and and sometimes, you know, sometimes she says like, man, you don't spend enough time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, we don't have time we don't have time to be fucking around anymore. We need to secure ourselves financially because if something were to happen tomorrow and we needed it, we're not going to be there. And so I always try to put that in her mind. I'm not working selfishly. I'm working selflessly, selflessly, which means... I'm doing this for all of us, not just for my son's future, both of my sons, 
my my uh my stepson, my stepdaughter, her, my mom, my dad, my brothers, their kids, you know, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, you know, my entire family tree. I'm not just doing this for myself. I want to be able to help and benefit everybody in my family. If I could employ my entire family and they and they not screw me over and take advantage of my kindness and the opportunity I've been able to provide, I would do it. And if I ever get to a point where I own a company that's massive enough that can employ um, my family at that level and give them careers and give them you know, the the feeling of um, accomplishment, self-fulfillment, that they're doing something productive and that they belong to something that their efforts and hard work is recognized. If I can do that, I would. And I'm gonna. When I get to that point and it's time to hire some people, of course I'm going to look to my family first. Hey, you need a job? You want a job? They say, of course. Now I'll be like, all right, I'll give you a job. But don't fuck me over. I'm your boss. I'm your boss first when we're at work. I'm your manager. I'm the one that tells you what needs to get done. I'm not going to control you, but I'm going to help you succeed in your role so you can help me succeed as a whole. So, of course, when it gets to that point in time in my life, when we get there, best believe that I'm looking to my family tree first. We're connecting first. We're going to ensure that you have the opportunity you need. We're going to ensure that. If you fuck it up, then you fuck it up. And what people don't realize is you got to be harder on your family and 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 uh, because they know you, you know? Because they know you. And because they know you, it's important that um, that you treat them at a higher, or you carry them at a higher regard. And so to end this and close this, today's episode, it clicked. It finally clicked for me. And you're going to be hearing and seeing a lot of me once again. I'm at a higher place, as Drake said. I'm at a higher place, but I'm not going to get fancy. It's back to the basics, because the basics is what's got us here. And we're going to get to that, and we're going to continue this journey. And whoever wants to be a part of this journey is going to support it, and is going to push, and is going to, you know, find where they fit in this scheme of things. Or you, you know, sit back and just don't interfere.
So I'm gonna get my breakfast. Yeah, can I get um a fruit and maple oatmeal? Uh, and then a fruit and yogurt parfait. Uh, yeah, and then can I get um uh six breakfast burritos with uh hot sauce? Uh, that'll be it. Thank you. That's breakfast of champions right there. Y'all got you guys know where I'm at. I'm at Mickey D's, man. Fucking Ray Kroc is a fucking genius. Hello. Thank you. Ray Kroc is a fucking genius, bro. Anyways, I'll let you guys be. Enjoy your day. It's been a good morning. It's going to be a good morning. And, um, you know, don't let shit distract you. Don't let people keep you from doing what you want to do. Not your spouse. Not your girlfriend. Not your significant other. Not your you know, girl that you're talking to, your mom, your dad, your family, your brother, your sister, your tia, your tío, your nino, your nina, your friends, your acquaintances, your boss, your job, you name it. Don't let nothing keep you from that. Don't let nothing keep you. Remember, don't get fancy. Don't act like you fucking are better because because you're not. We're all at the same place, man. Money or not, we're all the same people. We all bleed the same. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the blood's still red for everybody. So we're no different. Me and you are no different. Me and them are no different. And them, I mean by the people that we consider to be more successful, we are not no different. So, you know, pay everybody their respects. Do your part in this whole world. And, uh, you know, do good. If you want good, do good. Give good. And always give more than what you receive. Always, always, always. I've always done that. I'm going to die with it. And I don't care how many times anybody complains about how much I do for others. Um, I'm going to continue to do more for others than I do for myself. Um, And that's just the reality of it. I want to die a good person. I want my grave to say this motherfucker was a good person. And he gave a lot more than he got. That's just reality. So, hey, it's VOZ, Boss. Catch you guys later on the next one.